Hey lady, thank you so much for tuning into today's podcast. My name is Alethea Awuku and today I will be talking about the topic of being a home builder. What does it mean to be a home builder and how as Christian women can we become home builders? I recently attended the Good Wife seminar and it was really, really, really brilliant. It was so refreshing to be amongst wives, fiancés and women who were in courtship desiring to glorify God and just to hear people's stories, to pray together, to worship together and for myself to be able to also share with the ladies what the Lord is doing with me in my own marriage and on this topic of home building was just something that was so sobering for me and it was so encouraging to me. It's so lovely when we can really gather together as God's children to edify one another and to grow in the faith and ultimately to grow closer to God. That's what it's all about. And for me, when I get invited to things like that, it's just so refreshing for me. So the topic that I was sharing on that day was on home building. What does it mean to be a woman who is a home builder? And I just wanted to share these notes with you as well for those ladies who weren't able to come. I thought it would be really nice for you also to kind of be a part of it. And I wanted to just share and what I spoke on and I just pray that it encourages you in some way. So the topic of home building is a really big exhaustive topic. And I'm sure you can think of many things that kind of fall under that topic of home building it's exhaustive and what what I shared was on four points really but as I'm sharing if you find that there are more topics and more things that you want to look into by all means jot them down Um, this is all our journeys and we're all growing and learning here if there's anything that you think we can I can extend on to talk about some more please do let me know I'll be really happy to Um, talk about it but the four things that I shared the four areas that I talked about when it comes to this topic of home building was firstly it's important to have a mindset shift and to have a mindset shift and actually seek to understand what a home builder is secondly to be a woman who is a home builder we have to boldly and courageously champion biblical womanhood. Thirdly, we have to seek after, actively seek after, acquire and appropriate wisdom. And lastly, to appropriate the complementary roles that God places us in, in relationships. Underpinning it all really is this whole essence that we are working together with our partners not towards perfection but towards progress the two overarching scriptures that i shared at the good wife seminar was second corinthians 2 14 to 16 and proverbs 14 1 and as i'm sharing again if you think of any other scripture there are loads of scriptures um concerning home building and attitude and mindset and all of these things and as I'm sharing if if you have scriptures please by all means jot them down for your own study 
But 2 Corinthians 2, 14-16 says, Now thanks be to God, who always leads us in triumph in Christ, and through us diffuses the fragrance of his knowledge in every place. For we are to God the fragrance of Christ among those who are perishing. To the one we are the aroma of death, leading to death, and to the other the aroma of life, leading to life. Now in its context, this scripture is talking about the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ, and how this gospel is perceived by believers and unbelievers. But for me, when I read this scripture, the, 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 the key words that really stuck out to me were the fragrance of Christ and diffusing his knowledge in every place. Proverbs 14.1 also says, The wise woman builds her house, but the foolish pulls it down with her hands. That is a powerful, powerful scripture because it means that as women, we have the, the power to create and to destroy. Not just with our words and with the tongue, but with our hands. And it's quite frightening, you know, because it's, it's almost as though you're giving some, you're, you are given something beautiful and by your actions and by your words and by erroneous thinking you can actually destroy that thing and, br and bring it down to its rubbles and so it's really important for us when we're talking about this topic of home building to be a woman who wants to be a home builder it isn't about the interiors far from it it's not about marble desktops and gorgeous mirrors and plants and candles and flowers it has absolutely nothing to do with that absolutely nothing those things are secondary and once the proper foundation has been laid those things are just they just sweeten it they just sweeten what is already good so important as women that we think about when it comes to this topic of home building, what fragrance are we giving out? So thinking about Second Corinthians two fourteen sixteen, what fragrance do we give out? See a fragrance or smell diffuses what it is made up of. I don't know if you when you have gone into like say boots or super drug or wherever you buy fragrance online and I do this I um I look at the ingredients you know or or I'm drawn by the description of what the fragrance is made up of so I don't like very strong strong scents I like quite floral soft subtle scents and so I look for certain um keynotes that are in fragrances if I'm going out to buy a fragrance and so if something has like um cedar or some kind of like wooden thing or um black orchid those kind of scents i don't go to i don't gravitate towards those kind of fragrances because i find them a little bit too strong for me and so essentially what those fragrances on the packaging telling us is that when you spray this this is the smell that's going to come out of the bottle and so it's, it's exactly like that the lord convicted me with that he asked me alicia what fragrance are you emitting? Is it a is it a fragrance that is 
sweet? Or is it a fragrance? Or is it a stench? Or does, do you smell? What we emit is therefore a direct reflection of what is in us. And so if on the outside, on the exterior, we do some incredible things, and we say incredible things, but inwardly, we stink. We have horrible attitudes that we won't allow the Lord to deal with us on. We have hate, we have pride, we have arrogance, all of these things within us. We have pious behavior, all of these um, things that um, would emit something that smells. It's almost as though they are like an oxymoron. They don't go together. Christ and a stench. <laughs> they don't go together. Now, bear in mind, remember, I said that this is a journey towards progress, not perfection. So it's not for us to um, feel as though, oh, we've got to be perfect. And, you know, we, we're not going to have struggles in areas of pride and arrogance. The key thing is allowing the Lord to deal with us in our weaknesses and in the areas of our lives that quite frankly smell a little bit and he needs to go in and clean it out so that we can emit his fragrance of love of peace of wisdom of knowledge um, insight discernment discipline all of these things they don't come out of a person who is filled with themselves and with the things of this world these things radiate they, they they pour out of a person who is filled with christ and so it's really important that we think about the fragrance that we are giving out so the first point <laughs> i'm joking I'm the first point you know the first point um to you know a, a woman who desires to be a home builder firstly we have to have a mindset shift it, oh, it this is <laughs> this is a topic that's so near and dear to my heart because it's so easy for us to be so superficial and say that we want this or we desire this but we don't actually look in detail at what it takes to become that person or to have that outcome that we desire and I think that because we live in such a, a visual age, age now, it's easy to see things and to hashtag it goals. But to get to that thing, that's goals, whatever goals is anyway, the amount of work and discipline that has to go into it, a lot of us are not prepared for it. And so the whole idea of being a home builder is that we are women who are actually ready to build. So we are actually gold diggers, not gold diggers, but gold diggers. We have, are women who have insight onto, into the grafting that is needed to build and to lay foundations in our homes, in our spiritual lives, in order for the structure of the family and our relationships to stand. God has given us this incredible domain, whether we're wives, whether we are girlfriends right now, whether we are uh, fiancés right now, God has given us an incredible domain as women. If we desire marriage and we're entering into marriage, etc., we have this incredible domain where our presence is invaluable. 
And so we have to decide, we have to decide what environment do we want to create? What kind of attitude do we want to bring into this environment? Because it's very easy to say that we want to be home builders and to say that we want to be women who don't tear down but we build and all of these things without not even having a clue as to what that entails. And so the first thing is that we recognize that it, we need to have a mindset shift. It's not about all the fluffy things on top, but it's about the hidden things that people don't even see. The nights of prayer, of fasting, of communication, of developing oneself, of seeking the Lord and, and, and discovering and, and, and seeking him to know what his will and his purpose is for your relationship, for the union, for the home, for you as an individual, for the world. It calls us to rise up, to see beyond ourselves and to see beyond the superficial things that are before us. Sorry about that. <laughs> and to begin to dig deeper into what it means. And so we have to decide to have an attitude of commitment, consistency, diligence, hard work, among many other things. And that's not to scare us. <laughs> Um, it's to set us up. It's to set us on a path of fo a focused path. And if we look at Proverbs fourteen one, wisdom in co is contrasted with folly. And so we to to exercise wisdom, you have to be a woman whose mindset is in tune to desiring and acquiring wisdom. We have a choice, and it rests with us. No matter the circumstance, no matter the partner and his weaknesses, we have a decision. And so it's really important, first off, to actually write down the vision. What kind of a woman do you want to be in your home environment, in your relationships? And how are you going to allow God to work through you so that he can shine through you? So you can actually, ultimately, flourish to become that woman. What steps do we take? It's not always about receiving, receiving, but it's about asking the honest questions. What value do I bring to the home? And it's not, oh yeah, you know, I make the money too, and you know, so I'm bringing money, I'm bringing this, you know, he doesn't know he's got a good thing. It's not about that. It's about what value. The value is equated to equals the, the, the spiritual weight what spiritual weight are you carrying into your environment? Is it one of peace? Is it one of understanding? Is it one of patience? Is it one of insight and knowledge? All of these things contribute to being a woman who is a home builder. And those things are really important to consider. And the second point of um, what it really means and what it takes to be a home builder is championing biblical womanhood and this goes really hand in hand with um, the mindset shift to become a builder because whether we realize it or not we have influence and our words are heard our behavior is watched so how do we watch over our spiritual lives are we diligent are we consistent in seeking to grow and to be an asset to be an asset to our relationships. It has nothing to do with our own personal efforts really, but it's about Christ and how he, we allow him to live through us. And so championing biblical womanhood really is about accepting, sorry ladies, 
it's about accepting the claims of Christ and allowing that to be poured out through our lives and we have no idea then the level of influence that we have in our relationship so I shared with the ladies that a practice that I had developed in my single years is waking up early to pray and to meditate and just to spend time with the Lord now when you get married it's it's really difficult to just kind of carve out time for yourself because it's like your your you your priority really is to serve your husband and to you know take care of your home and all of these things and so you can find yourself sometimes unintentionally putting to the back burner the things that actually were at the forefront previously and the lord was just drawing me and calling me to come onto him and so one morning i just woke up and i went to pray and i was sitting there praying and then my husband came to join me about 45 minutes into it and I was I was quite shocked <laughs> not because he doesn't pray or he doesn't you know he's against it but I, I just I just didn't think that he thought much of it you know of me kind of getting up or he has his own kind of routine and whatever he does um, but he came to join me and I was really touched by that and that that really showed me something that we need to have a lit we need to have our own relationship with God and we need to allow God to work through us and we need to be obedient to that because when we are we have no idea how much it influences and it encourages those that are around us but if we are women who are you know like wishy-washy floppy all over the place like there's no grit in us to seek after God how are we going to be a blessing to the environment that we are in it's difficult it is hard because sometimes we you know we are so kind of led by our feelings and we just want to be in our feelings but to lay hold of um obedience and to cherish obedience over our feelings is how we are able to champion biblical womanhood and not how we feel and what we think or what the opinions that we have this issue of womanhood um has been battled in the hearts of women for years for centuries how do we define womanhood what does it look like theoretically what does it look like practically you know what are the boundaries surrounding womanhood it has been battled for so many years and whilst yes there's an appreciation for the many rights um, and recognition um, that have been hard won by women over the years for equal rights for women as Christian women we need to balance it with our desire to protect the holy definition of womanhood and how God presents it in his word and one of those areas is a biblical belief system that is built on the husband's overall leadership role and the wife's joyful submission now submission has become such a touchy subject now because it has been abused by men um, and it has been distorted by women and men and so when we talk about submission now we have so many things in our hearts <laughs> you know so many uh, things that we've seen we've heard we've experienced ourselves concerning submission um, but I'm not, I don't want to get into that so much in this podcast but it's something that is such a touchy subject for us uh, as women but in order to be effective home builders we have to deal with this subject in our hearts and allow God to deal with us with that in our hearts it's not saying that we cannot be creative we cannot be educated we cannot run businesses we cannot run men do all of the things that we desire to do that God places on our hearts to do but it is recognizing his divine order and how he has set it in place to be for a reason 
and accepting this order. And we can struggle with this tension, even if we say, yes, we accept it with all our hearts. There's still that part of our hearts that has been infiltrated by the world that we live in. And I find I found myself struggling with it, even though I wholeheartedly believe in God and, and accept God's order and God's pattern for relationships. When my husband asks me to do something, for example, he might ask me what we eat for dinner. I just feel this heat <laughs> kind of like rise up in me. And I'm so sh- it shocks me. I'm just like, what? Why am I? Why am I upset about this? It just irritates me because I just think, why are you asking me? Is it because I'm a woman? Is it because I'm standing in the kitchen? Can you not see I've got important things to do? And literally, he's looking at me like, I just asked if there was any food. <laughs> and the Lord had to convict me on this. He convicted me. The Holy Spirit convicted me and showed me that. Um, it was how I was interpreting what my husband was saying to me, what he was asking me. And that interpretation was grossly distorted. And so it's really important that we, we are women who lay hold of the word and seek to live it out in our lives. Because if we don't, what we're doing is we are actually tearing down God's order in our homes. And so where we have issues in our hearts, where we are wrestling with this whole issue of womanhood and what it looks like and what we desire it to look like in our relationships, we have to start opening up dialogue to that and discussing that with our partners and going to the word of God and prayer so that we can live out God's desire for biblical womanhood and and the complementary relationships that he has called us to. The third point is acquiring and appropriating wisdom. Um, It's one thing to receive wisdom and information. We live in a world that's full of so much information now, but it's another thing to really appropriate it and apply this to your life. Um, And again, this is really much linked to biblical womanhood. Where do you you get your information from? Um, Now, this point is is more practical, I would say, um, in terms of acquiring wisdom. The Bible tells us that, um, kind of that the, the sorry, the knowledge of God and seeking after the knowledge of God is the foundation, the beginning of wisdom. So that's where we begin from. But there are also very practical things that we can pl- put into place and exercise wisdom of how do we seek to order our finances? How do we live? Um, do we have areas where we are lacking in discipline and need to develop and begin to grow? in discipline how do we use our time productivity versus idleness wisdom of balancing our activities versus our spiritual lives is very is it's one thing to just be full of activity and it's another thing to really balance your life so that the activities are in order of priority and they are very for those who are married and those who are now getting into marriage you know there are um areas of wisdom that we need to look at in terms of balancing the 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 wisdom of communication how we communicate with our spouses and our husbands how we are seeking to create an atmosphere within our homes and very importantly also how we are committed to studying our partners getting to know what moves them getting to know what um weaknesses they have so we can cover them in prayer how to encourage their strengths and pray for their strengths it's a very very big thing knowing how to talk to a man you know um respect honor 
all of these principles um, a wise woman displays such um, wisdom <laughs> in these areas not perfection but a woman who's desiring to get these things right you know and to really um, hold up God's roles and God's orders as he has set them to be and so it's really it's really looking at wisdom and cherishing wisdom and and um, communicating God's word through your life um, I've learned that in my marriage that communication is a very big thing and it's wise to communicate with your spouse so you can set expectations and manage expectations even and know and know what they are expecting from you and vice versa it's very 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 important that we are able to have women we are we are able to become women who cherish wisdom and so we not only just get into the marriage for what we can get out of it but we get into the marriage thinking how can i make this union how because if the bible tells us that um one can put a thousand to flight, but two can put ten thousand. The output when two come together and agree is immense. And so, for me, my fascination rests in how, Lord, does this ten thousand come about? How? What? How does it happen? And I'm like seeking after that. A wise woman seeks to be valuable. She's already valuable as a woman in a home, but she seeks to know the heartbeat of the home that God has called her to. The last point was um, really honouring the complementary roles, and it kind of ties in with the other points that I've said. Um, and, and, you know, essentially through scripture, we see the pattern of initiation and response. God initiated a relationship with us, and we responded. If we didn't respond, there would be no relationship. And so there's this ebb and flow of um, order and as we honor and as we seek to honor God's pattern we are building up marriage in the eyes of unbelievers in the world that that does it very differently we can look at um, our individual relationships and how can we seek to um, make them more obedient and submitted submitted to the will of God how does Christ how is Christ radiated through our relationships not every relationship will look the same but it is about being able to work as part of a team and being able to to cherish what God has given to us and cherish the complementary roles and seek to know how and why he has set them to work for a certain reason a wise woman asks questions a woman who desires to be a home builder asks questions so that she can rightly align herself to the environment that God has given her so that she can rightly become a, a an able support a woman who is resourceful a woman who is creative a woman who's productive a woman who is a great blessing to her husband to her generations to her generation to her children this essentially is some are some of the points that we need to think about when we think about this topic of home building. I hope it hasn't felt all over the place. <laughs> um, um, I really tried to keep it ordered, but yeah, Holy Spirit 
yeah he just does these things i guess when you're when you're sharing but um i just pray that this blesses you i have i have written about different blog posts different topics concerning marriage and relationships my own experiences on the blog so if you haven't read them already do check them out in the blog is called uh, the echoes of her heart so just go to www.theechoesofherheart.com and just search for relationships or marriage and they'll all come up there but um yeah let's be home builders let's be women who who seek to go beyond the surface go beyond the superficial things and dig deep to know what the father's heartbeat is for our lives and for our marriages and for our families for our generation for our homes so many incredible things that we can do so many um incredible things that we that god can do through us if we would just open our eyes to see and to desire and to pursue these things god bless you take care bye